Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. You guys, take your seat, praise God. I won't be long, I promise. And you guys know that when a preacher says, I won't be long, come on, somebody said it. You, you, got, you got about, and I see we got new visitors here, so um, I got to put my best foot forward, amen. Praise God. You guys, welcome to the building. Praise God. And um, I'm going to take my glasses because they're dirty. I need to see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to be here too long. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Pastor John R. Butcher Sr. Praise God. I'm a senior pastor here. And um, the R in my name stands for random. And I am really random. So please just hold on. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to start. First of all, I just want to say uh, congratulations to all the baptism candidates, praise God. That was awesome, wasn't it? It was awesome to see. It's also to, awesome to see people being added to the church. Amen. That, that was, that's awesome thing that happened today. So I just want to say thank God for that. So if you guys uh, just bear with me. I don't know if you guys know uh, about my situation. And um, I had a heart transplant. Anybody know that? A couple of people know I had a heart transplant. I, like, had a whole heart transplant. I mean, not like, you know, they literally took my old heart out and put a new heart in. Amen? And, and, and it was great, and God, God was there. I've I seen miracles, but I do have to just say something, is that I, I am a walking miracle. And I'm not pointing the, pointing the finger at me. I'm telling you what God has done in my behalf. And the only reason why I'm still here is not because of God's favor. It's because sometimes we need to see what a miracle looks like. You you guys with me on that? I'm not trying. Really, I promise you, because I've struggled with it. I've been struggling with it because I don't want to run around and tell people, look at me, look at me. But then I started seeing some things. And some of the things that I got to see is as I'm walking through the store, People are looking dead at me because of Facebook and social media, because my wife had inundated and all of the the family of God had inundated my picture and everything when I was going through. I I almost died. Matter of fact, I died a couple of times. I coded. All these different things happened to me. They cracked my chest open. It was for months, just months. I was in the hospital and people, people knew who I was. So I'm walking in the store and people just looking at me. And I'm looking at them like, okay. And they walk up to me and they're like, pastor, pastor. I'm like, yes. And they go, God, can I just hug you? I don't even know who these people are. But do you realize that people like that are just looking for hope? Come on, somebody. Sometimes hope is something that you don't see. But when I see what God has done in somebody's life, sometimes people just say, let me just get a grab a hold of what God has done for him. Because if he did it for you, then he could do it for me. 
Praise God. So I, I'm, I'm a little wired up. I'm, I'm, I, I stutter a lot now. It's a bunch of things that's happened with me since I've had the heart transplant. Medicines make me shaky and doing all kinds of stuff. But guess what? I'm still here. Praise God. God still got a plan for me. In the same way God has a plan for me, he got a plan for each and every one of y'all. Praise God. So once again, I'm not going to be here very long. Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 2. And as you guys know, Genesis is the beginning. Thank you, Jesus. Genesis chapter 2, 18 through 20, and it reads this. And the Lord God said, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what would he call what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called everything living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to cattle and he gave um, names to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found any help for him. Let me catch you guys up with this text. On the first day, God said, let there be light. Then you see on the second day, you can keep going on the second day, God created the firmament and he separated the waters above from the waters beneath. And he called this firmament the sky and now there was evening. And then on the third day, God said, let there be, let there be land to produce every vegetable and, and seed bearing plants and trees of the land and fruit and, and according to blah, 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 blah. If you guys just, if you guys went to Sunday school once in your life, you guys know the whole story of Genesis. Amen. So if you don't know it, go to Genesis chapter one, verse two, read it on later on today. There's no game on and nobody cares about flag football for the Pro Bowl. Okay. I mean, I, that's just how I feel about it. Anyway, then God created man, Adam, on the sixth day. Somebody say the sixth day. On the sixth day, God created Adam. But before God created man, he already preordained and predestined his appointed place where man could produce. That's why God said, be fruitful and multiply. Now, as a side note, God will never put you in a place that he hasn't already provided the tools for you to prosper. God's not going to put you somewhere where he, he, he hasn't already provided for you. So God created the heavens and the earth and he separated the firmaments from above and beneath. He moved across the face of the earth and caused the land to be separated from the waters. And after the stage was set, God created Adam from the dust of the ground. He sets Adam. He employs him to the, in the Garden of Eden. Now, I hope you guys know that, that Eden means what? It's a place of paradise. It's a place where God dwells. Now, even in Eden... Everything Adam needed was right there for him to survive. In Eden, he had fruits, he had plants, he had nuts. There was no need for him to work. He walked with God in the cool of the day. But yet, somebody say yet, there was still something missing for Adam. Adam was there. The animals were there. Adam was still having a longing in his life. It was almost perfect, but he was missing something. 
When you're in this kind of situation, guys, when, when you're in a situation like you're in paradise and, and, and you, you're sitting there, that kind of situation doesn't make you want to complain. For instance, you're living in the goodness and fullness of God. Amen. But sometimes you have complaints. God, let, let me help you out. Men, some of you men, you love your wives. You thank God for them. I, okay, I had two pro- men. Either, either, we must have just a church full of singles. I, I, I don't know. The altars are open. But anyway, men, you love your wives, don't you? Yes. But you don't want to complain about them. Can I be honest? When I got my heart transplant, I, th- I was thanking God. I was praising God. And it was great. But do you know, I started complaining. I was complaining about the medicine and the shaking. I was complaining about not, you know, me stuttering like I do. I was complaining about a lot of things. But God gave me something, but I'm still complaining. Oh, Lord, help us with a complaining spirit. See, Adam had it made. He didn't have to work. He had food. He had easy access with anything he wanted. He walked with God in the cool of the day, but yet there was a nagging, empty feeling that Adam had on the inside. He was missing something. The Bible says that God formed Adam from the dust of the ground and brought every animal across Adam. And Adam had to name every animal himself. But before God showed him one animal, God knew already that every animal that he seen wasn't going to be right for him. God knew this already. I'm helping. I know this is in Dalt to you guys, but I'm, I'm going to help some of you guys out. Sometimes there's some animals that cross your path and you start choosing. I mean, they, they, there might be things like an ass that, that goes by. No, that ain't the one. No, 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 no. I'm going to call that monkey. Nope. Don't, that ain't the one. Adam was longing for something else. Some of you singles in here need to start waiting. You keep seeing all these things parading around you. See, the reason why name, uh, Adam named each one of those things so he could say to himself, that's not the one. If you don't name it, then guess what? You'll never be able to have pre, pre, uh, say it? Yes, preeminence and over it. You, 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 if you don't name it, then it's going to name you. Genesis chapter 2 and 21, it says this. So the Lord caused, the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep while the man slept. Don't sleep, y'all. The Lord God took out of, of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib. Mm-mm-mm. And the Lord God, he brought.
brought her to the man. Yeah. He said this. This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman. Because she was taken from out of man. Somebody say, whoa. Whoa. Man. Whoa, man. Let me me break this down for you guys. The rib was made in a man's body. The rib was made to protect the man's heart. Maybe I should start preaching. Uh, Somebody say, whoa, man. Man. The rib has the the capability to amplify the heartbeat. See, if you don't realize that when a doctor comes and uses a stethoscope, he doesn't hear the heart itself. He's hearing the heart beating through the ribs. Maybe you didn't catch that. It was the rib that was echoing the heartbeat. Somebody say, whoa. Yes, the rib was made from out of the side of the man so that she could be equal but have different roles as a man. Can I help some of you men out? Your wife is made from your side. She's not behind you. She's not beneath you. She is sitting on the side of you. I'm just trying to get biblical here. Can somebody help me out? Yes, we are equal, but we have different roles. Somebody say, whoa, man. But listen to this. But when the rib is bruised or broken, the whole body comes to its aid. I don't know about you, but I've seen somebody and I've had broken ribs before. When a rib is broken, the whole body can't move. I've seen people that had broken ribs and they are debilitated. So we have to guard our ribs. If you watch a boxer, when a boxer's fighting and somebody, boom, right jab to the rib. You know what he does? He guards that rib. Husbands, I hope you hear me. Sometimes you need to protect your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She may be doing wrong, but at the end of the day, you're to cover her. You are her covering. Yes. Somebody hurts her, you better be the first one. I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it was your sister. You better guard them ribs. So we see that Adam longed for relationship. And when he came out of the deep sleep, the first thing that Adam said was, whoa, man. He said, at last, the man exclaimed, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united as one. When a man joins a woman, he brings us back into his body, and she's still there to guard his heart. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You may have a girlfriend. You may have a friend and you think you guys are close, but you two aren't one until you come into covenant with each other. And then when that happens, she's able to guard your heart. See, if you look at the Bible, the first time that the word is used in, in the Bible here is when is wife. It doesn't say woman. It doesn't say woman. It says wife. The Bible tells many things about a wife, but one scripture, one scripture, I'm just going to use right here very briefly. Proverbs 18, 22, it says this, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. It doesn't say a woman that finds a man. It doesn't say a man that finds a woman. It says a man that finds a wife. This tells me that a woman has to be a wife before she gets married. Bar. Somebody say bar. Because you're looking at me like, well, what's the difference? Some of y'all women out here are still trying to look to become a wife. You need to be wife material before you get married. And stop looking for a husband. A man that finds a wife. A man that finds a wife. Come on, somebody. A man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. I don't know about y'all, but I got me a good thing. I got a wife that loves me. I got a wife that protects my heart. I got a wife that will always stay beside me. I got a wife that loves me till the end. I got a wife that looks at me and said, in sickness and in health, until death do us part. I had a wife that was been with me since the time we got married. Until the time I died, you was next to me. When I came through and came back up and the God allowed me to be back again here on this earth, you stood here. You were right here with me. You never left. You remained. You had so many reasons to leave, but you're still here with me. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful you had. So many reasons to leave, but you stood here with me. Oh God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful you had so many reasons to leave, but you're still here with me. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful.
grateful you had so many reasons to leave but you stood here with me oh god i'm grateful i'm truly grateful But you're still here with me. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful. You had so many reasons to leave. But you're still here with me. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful you had so many reasons to leave, but you're still here with me. Oh God, I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful you had so many reasons to leave. But you're still here with me. Oh, God, I'm grateful. I'm really grateful you had so many reasons to leave. But you're still here with me. so many times so many times you have been faithful you've been committed you've stood by my side you've been here not just for me but you've been faithful for me your father your mom your children our ministry you have truly faithful you remained through the thick and thin And you are truly worthy of honor today. I'm sorry for every word that I've ever said that was wrong. I'm sorry for the things that are any harsh word that I spoke out of bitterness or anger. You didn't deserve any of that. But you deserve honor today. Can I get the men up here, please? Papa, Judah.
Judah, Papa, Jr. you to come over here. JR, I need you to come over here. The coat that Papa put on you represents favor. The favor that your, fa that your father has bestowed upon you. The gift is to say that you are a Proverbs 31 woman. And the other gift is a gift of anointing oil and something that represents worth. So your son wants to bless you. I want to read you a verse, Proverbs 31, 10 through 31. A wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband was full of confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like a merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while is still in the night, she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds a distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate. When he takes his seat among the elders of the land, she makes linen garments and sells them to supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of the idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all her hands have done and let her work spring praise at the city gate. I'm going to pray for you, okay? Um, Father God, just thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for blessing me and my family, Father God, with my, our mom, Lord. Just thank you for just everything, Father God. We are so blessed, Lord. Father God, thank you for the works that she has done, Lord. I pray that you clothe her in your love, Father God, and just guide her. I pray that her words will be filled with wisdom and filled with you, God. Lord, I just pray that um, she won't be anxious in trusting you, Father God. Lord, I pray that you'll just guide her and let her words just fill everyone's hearts, Lord. Just thank you for her, Lord. We value her so much, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Amen. I wanted you to... I want you to turn and see mom and the legacy that she's left with you and that she's here that 
there's four generations and, and you know our grandbabies couldn't be here today because they're sick but four generations that your mom, your mom passed down to you and now it's passing down to our kids, to your grandkids because of you. So we just love you. We thank you for everything you've done. We thank that you remained. You stayed strong. And for that, we honor you and thank you. Thank you. God bless you. I'm going to get some words. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. I know. You thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I hope y'all got something out of this today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm rarely speechless, but to, right now in this moment, I'm not. I am super speechless because I didn't know this was going to happen. And I don't know why this is happening, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing me um, to be touched by the Father to be multiplied. I feel like I represent the little boy's lunch. Like that's what I see. I see the little boy's lunch. It's just a couple of fish and a little bit of bread, but the Lord just touches the little bit that I render unto him and he multiplies it and he makes it enough. And so thank you so much for allowing me to serve you in my imperfections and serve you in my craziness because I can't express my love for the Lord in any other way but crazy and loud and just thank you so much for just receiving me in the way that you all have you guys grow me I'm like I am a product of my accountability to you and so thank you guys so much for wanting to grow because that keeps me moving that keeps me growing because I can't let you outgrow me so I'm gonna keep growing if you're gonna keep growing we're all gonna grow okay but I love you guys so much thank you so much thank you Amen. Well, if you guys will stand to your feet, please. And I thank you guys for being here. And I just want you to see just some of the women, not all of the women, but some of the women that stand behind you, honey. And you know, these women have been a part of your life and been a part of ministry. They're not just, you know, when you, you know how it is, they're right behind you. So when I see you, I see these women, I see strength, I see honor. I see all these women that are behind you that you have influenced with your, with your, your sacrifice, your example of a godly woman, Proverbs 31. People, people like to recite it, but do they live it? And you've lived it. So I hate to do a shameless plug, but ladies, if you are here today and you get, we have a ladies coffee date, sister coffee date, sorry guys, sister coffee date is immediately after service you guys come and hear another word from pastor kaya for the ladies you guys sorry maybe we're going to meet up on the third uh saturday here you guys be here be square amen have all hearts been clear you know what hold on hold on hold on you know when we do honor stuff like this i would be amiss to not offer the same gift that my wife has i'm going to give it to you and that's the gift of salvation we're not here just to have church but we did this because God says that we should give honor where honors due. And we want to honor you today. If you said today, you know what? I see what honor looks like in church. I've never seen this before. I want to have the kind of honor. I want, I want to be honored like that. Well, guess what? Have the one in you. You got to be an empty vessel. 
and allow that spirit of God to come inside of you. If you're here today and you say, you know what? I want to give my life to Christ. If that's you, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. I'm just going to ask you to come up front because I, I would love to pray with you. Is there anybody up here? Don't be ashamed. Because if you're po- if you posting on Facebook and anywhere else, don't worry about it. You can come here because this is a safe place. Anybody out here? All hearts and minds are clear. Amen. You guys bow your heads and let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just truly thank you for your word today. I thank you, Lord, that you allowed us to honor you by honoring your servant. So we thank you for that right now, Lord. I thank you for everybody that is here, that had heard your words, word, Lord. I thank you that, they will t- that we will take this word and hide it in our hearts that we might not sin against you. As we leave this place, Lord, I thank you that you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. You would, you would never leave us, never leave us nor forsake us. You said, lo, I will be with you until the ends of the earth. Lord, so I pray right now, and, and even, thank you. Lord, I thank you right now for those that are suffering with depression. Yeah, it's you. It's you. I feel it. I feel it right now. You don't even have to come up. You don't even have to come up. But right now, I move, I cast out any spirit of depression, anxiety, and fear in the name of Jesus. So I thank you for that right now, Lord. I thank you for freedom. Freedom right now. So we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done. We love you. We thank you and we bless you. In the mighty, magnificent, and matchless name of Christ, we pray. And everybody said amen. 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 You guys go with God. God bless you. Thank you.